I don't believe this. Came in off the tree and just look at this. Well, that is unbelievable. I haven't seen that in such a long time. Welcome to Bogey or Better podcast. Uh, my name is Dylan, and I'm uh, very excited to uh, bring this podcast to you. It's a brand new podcast, and it's been uh, definitely years into the making. And uh, I want to introduce you to my co-host and partner in golf, Cam. Hello. Um, just want to kind of introduce ourselves first just to show everybody uh you know what we're about we are not professional golfers in the slightest (laughs) definitely Uh, not sometimes we think we are but uh we definitely aren't as soon as we swing we come back to reality about that (laughs) um we've both been playing golf for since we were kids pretty much um and obsessed with it love golf and you know i was thinking about we were both thinking about creating a podcast and um, when Cam kind of brought the idea to me about doing a golf podcast, I started looking at all the golf podcasts out there because I don't really listen to any golf podcasts. I listened to Hank Haney's a few times, but that's about it. And every single golf podcast I looked at, it's all professionals. Like it's either golf channel PGA network, you know, anything like that. I don't see many amateur, you know, run-of-the-mill golfers discussing current events about golf or, you know, anything like that. So we think we maybe have something here. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're excited to bring that to you. Cam, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I, um, I feel the same way. I think Oh, I've listened to a Golf Smarter podcast, which I enjoyed, and it was a lot of tips and um, a lot of professionals. The The host was, you know, a little bit better than, than we are, but it was definitely more tailored, I think, to a serious, like, uh, golfer that was really trying to improve their game or, or somebody that was on the cusp of becoming, like, a scratch golfer and I think it's just fun to, you know, you're on the course, you like talking with your buddies about good shots, awful shots, and, you know, a beer or two on the course. So I think this is, this is where we wanted to be. And I know for me, you know, I've got family videos of me as a kid in diapers and a pacifier with a, with a nine iron in my hand. Um, so it was definitely something that I enjoyed as a kid a lot. Um, and just growing up, just, never I maybe had a couple set of lessons as a kid but it was never something I did like over you know years it was maybe one summer I took like lessons or something like that um so it was just something I just played and played and you know without lessons you don't tend to get that much better so I just tend to play and play and hack around 
Um, but because of what's been going on and the quarantine and not being able to do certain things, um, I think the golf game itself has really grown in some popularity because I think a lot of people like us that played once a month, maybe, um, most, most of the time, less than that are now playing, you know, I'm trying, I play once or twice a week now because that's just really all that, that, that we were able to do. And, And it's opening up now, but in the beginning, that's really all that, that we could do. And it was a summertime golf was kind of the only sport on TV too. So it's definitely gained some popularity. And I know for me, it's really like I've caught that bug. Um, and really that's just what we're trying to, trying to do with this podcast is just talk about it, uh, what we love about it, what we hate about it, which is not much. And, um, but I know you, ha- you have a little bit of a different, um, upbringing with golf so why don't you share that yeah um I definitely didn't start super young um but there are videos of me probably throwing a ball at like two years old my dad Mm -hmm. got me into sports really quickly you know and uh so I've always had a natural ability to pick up sports I'm not an athlete in any way just (laughs) have good coordination I guess that's about it that's what it's about Um, but uh yeah so I probably I remember watching the golf channel and watching Tiger Woods as a kid my dad liked to watch golf so I always liked to watch it but I probably started playing probably about 12 or 13 um and I instantly loved it um, and I was terrible obviously but um, it was a lot of fun just I love the being able to spend time with your buddies and um, you know, that's where it started basically and you know we have friends who throw tournaments a little bit here and there like rinky dink little tournaments and mm-hmm. um, that was always fun but I probably, I mean, I just kept playing. I mean, I didn't really, I, I had a couple of lessons. I actually joined a golf group locally here where we live in Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, I joined a golf group and we played a few tournaments against the junior highs and high schools. Um, so I got a few lessons there. But besides that, um, pretty much all self-taught and just kind of, mimic what other people do on on the tour and on tv and just kind of mirror them um the Mm -hmm. ball doesn't go the same direction as them (laughs) but that's all right we're we're getting there um but i had to take about i'm just coming back to golf now taking probably a six to eight month break i destroyed my back and had to have surgery um, and rehab so I'm just getting back now feeling comfortable and confident enough to swing a club and the obsession is still there. So I'm excited to get back to playing. And um, so so that's a couple things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, you know, the way we play, you know, and our growth in the game, 
um, and we'll share some tips and pointers that, you know, really only average Joe golfers are coming across. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to help you guys out there and, you know, maybe eventually we'll have enough listeners to where y'all can help us out and send us tips and stuff like that. And we'll you know, exchange um, tips and experiences. And we're also going to talk about current events in golf and what's going on on the tour. And uh, it's exciting. We, it's pretty good timing when we started this podcast. We're right in the middle of uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs. Mm, yeah. The first round of the BMW is going on right now. And uh, and let me tell you, that course, I forget the name of it, but in Chicago mm-hmm. uh, or in it's, Illinois. Yeah. I was just looking it up. Extremely tough. And I, I play it on PGA Tour 2K21, so obviously I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um and it is it is extremely difficult and i know we'll we'll get into you know all kinds of all kinds of stuff like i'm watching i have it on literally right here and the leader is minus 2 that's it yeah that's been like all day all day and and i think it's fun to watch cuz yeah dustin johnson shot minus 30 and you know last week and that's you know goals but no, like I, I read something earlier. It was like he shot, he shot minus thirty last week, and most people haven't shot thirty birdies in their life. Yeah, I saw. And that. He did it yeah. in a weekend, and but sometimes me, I enjoy watching it because that, that that's true. But it is. It got. It was good burn, <laughs> but it, it it's nice to see some of these other tournaments where, you know, you you got Tiger. I think he's at, I think he's at two over right now. I saw Bubba just finished at two over. Um, I mean, they they do this for a living, and they'll still shoot. They'll still shoot in the positive numbers. Uh, of course, that's a super difficult course, but I think it just shows that you know golf is an up and down game. You know, I've had fantastic rounds, and then two days later, I'll go out and you know shoot almost you know eighty nine ninety, and you know I, I I normally like to shoot eighty to eighty five. Um, that's about where I'm at. I've had a couple 70 rounds, but, and honestly, this, this is what kind of influenced us in doing the podcast is because once this started, I was shooting in the high nineties, you know, mid nineties, but just from playing, you know, twice a week, watching, watching golf, watching videos, I subscribe to, to golf digest their online, like schools and stuff. And just by doing that, um and playing just consistently playing you know i've gotten 10 strokes down um you know now when you're playing 18 holes that's less than one stroke a hole it doesn't seem like that much but when you just play a little smarter you'll save a stroke every other hole you know by just like not topping the ball and just wasting a shot by get even if it's a uh you know it's short or long or a cut or a you know a hook by not topping it and actually getting some distance those little things add up and you start really because once you shoot better scores you really just enjoy golf more and i i know that firsthand um but you know we're in a little bit of different um different boats like you said because you're just coming back 
um, to play in. So, and, and you're going to have a newer swing. So um, it'll be fun to see as we continue to play the differences in that. Yeah. Cause you know, before my surgery, I mean, we were both long hitters, mm -hmm. um, but I have definitely probably lost, I'd say probably like 50 yards, mm -hmm. maybe a little more off of my driver. Yeah. Um, irons aren't too noticeably bad or too noticeably less than what they used to be, but um, yeah, off the tee has definitely suffered significantly. Um, but I still have always had a pretty good relationship with my driver, so I'm still putting it in the fairway most of the time. Even now, I mean, I've I've played with you since then, and it's just that little pull draw, you know, like it's got a lot of spin on it, but I mean, it's yeah. fairway finder, and can't argue with that. And you know, that's where I have most of my issues is off the tee. Um, right. I I'm actually a firm believer in not using the driver. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I I'm a I, I'll pull a three wood out. Um, I have this super old uh, four hybrid. It's a Nicholas club, so you know it's good. And uh, I hit that off the tee ninety five percent of the time. Um, <laughs> And if, you know, if I can, I'll hit that 250, but, you know, I try to put like the margin of error of hitting a driver. Yeah, I can tag it 310 if I hit it squarely, but, you know, seven times out of 10, that face is going to be wide open and it's going severely right. So, you know, I just, I like to play just where I'm at. I, I rarely pull the driver and it's just... Sometimes, like, just making little changes like that, like, just don't touch a driver for the day. You may end up shooting a lower score. <laughs> and, you you know, I've played – the courses that we like to play down here, um, they're shorter. So, you have that advantage. You don't have to pull a driver. But, I, you know, I like – I'll hit a five iron off the tee. And yeah. say, it's, say it's a 400-yard hole, you know, that's a long par four down here. So let's say it's like 376 or something. Um, hit a five iron, 210. Um, and then what? You're 160 away. So a nine iron, eight iron. You know, I mean, and then you're on the green and two. And and that's another, like, that's where I suck as well is putting. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel you on that one. It's the, it's, it's the two, I think, highest feel parts of golf is the driver and the short game. Well, my chipping is my chipping is very good, but it's my putting. And cuz the driver small differences can cause drastic changes. Same thing that goes with putting. So, that's a those are the two Achilles heels. <laughs> those are the two problems in my game. And so that's why like I don't pull a driver. So I limit that problem right there. Um, I have to putt. There's nothing I can do about it. So, you know, I went and found a putter that um, helped with the mistakes that I make. And we'll talk about that in, in future episodes, um, like what's in our bags, the reason that we play them, um, and things like that. Um, but I think what we really want to do with this podcast is just to, you know, talk about golf and, you know, 
hope you guys enjoy and listen. I mean, we're going to talk about golf regardless, whether it's just between us two or on this podcast. So figured we'd give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel you on the putting. Um, putting is something I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> off the tee, I've always been pretty confident off the tee. And I just bought a new driver. I just bought a TaylorMade M6 driver. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to play Saturday, so I'm excited to see how that's going to play on the course. Yeah. Um, I went to the driving range with it, but those crappy driving range balls it doesn't <laughs> give me the best feedback. No. But, um, and my iron play, I'm really happy with how consistent my iron play has stayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it might be because I'm taking a shorter backswing. Yeah. Um, because of my back, but, um, I mean, it's still going the distance I need it to. Um, and my, chipping has just always been the probably the most inconsistent part of my game mm-hmm. um, either I'm on it or it is like yeah. I have never hit a golf ball before yeah um so I'm and that's and that's a it. huge feel part of the game um similar with putting like you know if you go an inch longer in your um backswing for your putter you know that's a lot more distance similar with chipping like you know there's so many different um variables to think about you know it's like if it's fluffy and it's in some deep rough you're not going to get a lick of spin you know you're not going to get anything um but if it's really really like just packed down stuff when i when i'm chipping and it's really like just dry and not does it lend itself to chipping I usually thin it, you know, I hit it with the bottom of the club basically because I'm worried about just that, that club hitting the ground early and bouncing up and hitting it thin. So I try to meet the middle and I still hit it thin. So it doesn't really help me, but I've tried taking a pitching wedge on a couple holes and chipping mm-hmm. with that. Um, Cause uh, you know, I was reading just like, you know, how we amateurs tend to make it harder on ourselves because we, oh, yeah. we play the club we think we need to play. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, like I, I like, I like to say my five iron goes like 200, 210, but that's more like perfect stance, you know, maybe even a T on the ball. It's like, but most of the time I need to pull like a, a longer club to hit that 200 yard mark, right. especially like from the fairway. And then I don't have to swing so hard and try and get it there. So the same thing goes with like with chipping. It's, you know, we tend to make it harder on ourselves. Um, the a buddy of mine that I was playing with a lot, um, he was hitting with a with a 58 degree, um, chipping with a 58 degree. And, and I tend to use that too. Um, but I, I've been able to control it, get it to stop where I want it and stuff like that. But um, he stopped playing golf for a while. And then, you know, because of everything, he started back up and could not chip, you know, just like most people that stopped. Um, but he was set on using that 58 degree, didn't even think about changing. So um, when we were playing, I told him, why don't you just pull like, you know, your pitching wedge out and just try it. Cause he's a fantastic putter, fantastic putter. Um, and when you use a pitching wedge or even a nine iron to chip, 
you're basically putting the ball because you're getting no loft, but all that rollout. So he switched to that and turned into a fantastic, you know, around the green player because he was chipping basically like he was putting because he had all that rollout. So he would read the green and then just, just, you know, pitch it up there with that wedge. Um, so, you know, I've started to do that with certain holes that don't lend itself to chipping. Just throw a little wedge, you know, a, a pitching wedge or a nine iron and just let it roll up there. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. So as you can see, guys, we will never run out of things to talk about <laughs> in golf. Um, never. Might, might as well record it and uh, share it with you guys. And hopefully we will grow as golfers and y'all will too. And um, we're excited to get on this journey with you guys and um, keep talking about golf and why we love it, why it kills us and everything <laughs> in between. So uh, we're going to have an episode every week and uh, we will talk about everything from, you know, putting to driving and stupid mistakes and decisions that amateurs make that make our lives harder. Like Cameron was saying, mm -hmm. So yeah, we're really excited to do this and we can't wait to uh, you know, dive a little bit deeper into golf and talk with you guys. So yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I think we were talking about, we'll try and expect these podcasts on Mondays. Um, yep. And we're Dylan and I are going to play around on Saturday. So we'll definitely have a lot of, a lot of things to tell you. Um, and then we'll kind of go over um, the BMW championship. What, um, what we see out there um and what that means for the fedex cup and any um, predictions for and, the bmw championship um i i'm looking it's so close so i'm just going with like i'd love to see um dj win again i mean he's from here so it's a little biased but i just i love when he is on it is so enjoyable to watch it's it's like watching it's not as good, but it's like watching young Tiger. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I was young too, but, you know, I remember watching him play and it was just unfair for everybody else. So watch it. I, I would like to see DJ win. I also really want Tony Finau to win. I love his swing. He's become a very uh, underrated driver. I've watched some of his range sessions and he hits it just as far as Bryson does. Um, with a very shorter backswing, which I think is is quite impressive and something to emulate. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tony Finau take it home. How about you? Yeah, um, you know, I was really excited about how uh, Justin Thomas was playing, but mm -hmm. I just checked the score and he's like at plus three now. Yeah. Uh, and but I think I would think with the greens the way they are which usually a lot of courses on tv you can't tell how windy the greens are you can see the slopes they're, yeah on the tv here it and they're so insane. fast yeah and i was thinking maybe if justin thomas got a hot putter he could uh mm -hmm. he could go for it um i really also like uh i can't remember his name i was just thinking about him the other uh, today is um, he new no i don't think so um well while you look at that yeah, um, um oh you victor, got it? victor hovland yeah he was leading uh, earlier 
Yeah, and uh, his swing gives me anxiety attacks. It is uh, it is insane. Is it like Matt Wolf's? Swing? No. Uh, is it like Matt so Wolf's swing, or is it different? He does a full, he does his full rotation, uh-huh. and then he starts to drop his shoulder, but he stops and comes back and then swings. Really? It's like a, I don't know, it's like a twitch almost. Like he starts to drop, and then he hesitates and comes back, and then he swings. It is, it is frightening to look at. So it's like the opposite of Matt Wolf swing, right. where he does yeah. that. He does the impact position, and then baseball right. swings it. Yeah, oh, I have to look that up. I didn't. I didn't know that. But yeah. I. I know he was leading earlier, so I'm sure we'll see more of him. Yeah, I think he's um, tied for second right now. Yeah, today, you know, with Thursday round, it's kind of just everybody's getting a feel for it, and it is a difficult course. I mean, Xander Shoffley right now is four over, yeah. and he oh he hit the birdie putt. So, so he's three over now. So there's, there's a lot, a lot of people in competition. Listen, guys, I don't expect Tiger Woods to win every single tournament. I understand he's old and he has a bad back (laughs) and I get it. I just would like to see him under par for this tournament and let's try to get to East Lake. That's, that's all I want to see. Um, and I'll tell you, I, I want to see Tiger Woods. I saw Wood. a swing he made today, and he started to look tired. And it looked yeah. lazy. I think his bag is hurting him. Well, and, and he's he's played a lot of rounds than he yeah. normally does. But, man, I that is true. Like, I want to be realistic. But I will tell you, I'm rooting for Tiger to win every single round he's playing. Oh, absolutely. Every, every turn. Every, every time. I want Tiger to win. Like – I mean, it's, I just want him, and I, and I want, like, hopefully, I don't know if I'll see him, because I'll be at the Ryder Cup, um, I don't know, I didn't see if they've, re- like, if they've put together their team yet, I doubt it, I um, so. so I don't know if he'll be there, but I will be also at the PGA in Kiowa, um, next yeah. year, which I'm sure he'll play in, so I'll look forward, that'll be the first time I get to see him, um, in person that'll be my first actual golf tournament like oh, that'll be the first i've ever gone to okay and what, it's a sunday day? round sunday are you going sunday yeah i might i might see if i can get some tickets for see, they're not expensive dude at least yeah. the ones when because i was on like the waiting list type deal they make you do um the Ryder cup i have a practice round which okay. i'm not upset about that because that's so like um like more of a party type yeah tournament and i'm looking forward to being there more for a practice round because like i've seen videos of people like who do you know who the golfer was that in a Ryder cup they um they missed a putt and one of the fans was heckling him so he put a hundred dollars on the green and had the fan make the same putt do you do you remember who yeah that was? i remember that that wasn't patrick reed was it mm, i don't know for some reason i thought it was the european side maybe uh, either way, the the fan hit the putt and it was amazing. <laughs> but like, I'm looking forward to that for sure. I've only been to one golf tournament and it was the Masters. <laughs> Which I mean, can't really go up from there. Yeah, I, I want to go. Be a letdown. What day did you go? Was it a practice we round? Did the Wednesday practice round. Wednesday practice, yeah. Yeah. I um, I'm looking forward to this year of golf because we get so many majors, like within uh i think it was seven majors in nine months they said before the pga yeah um because we've got the masters again in november and then in 
it's in March, right? Or April? April. April. I think yeah. it's like the. I think it goes from March and bleeds into April or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing Augusta National during this time of year because we'll. I mean, yeah. it'll be a totally yeah. different. You've never seen it in the winter months. Yeah. So look forward to that um, and all of that upcoming in our next uh, next episode. And um, we want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, we also want to thank uh, uh, Atrix Allen for creating our, our music. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, guys. See you next time.